0: Hi, I'm Midwife Kath, and this is Birth, Baby and Beyond, your guide to all things birth and baby related. I think going through birth and parenthood is the most amazing and beautiful process, but it is not without its stresses and hurdles. So recently, I put a call out on my social media at Midwife Kath on Instagram to hear from parents what type of advice they wanted to hear from me. And the answer came through loud and clear, sleep. So in this episode, that's what I'm going to focus on, answering the questions you've sent in about all things sleep related. Questions like, how do I get my newborn to sleep longer than 45 minutes? And why has my four month old suddenly stopped sleeping? And I promise you that once I teach you the basics, You'll feel much more confident that a good sleep for both of you isn't far away. So, if you're struggling with getting your little one to sleep and you have lots of questions, then please keep listening. Let's get started. About four weeks ago, I put a uh, note on my Instagram for anyone who had a question about sleep. So, Christina's asked, are we going to have a very restless first night home with a new baby and a brand new mum? Look, absolutely, even if the baby sleeps well, believe it or not, we are up and around checking. Well, I did, and I'm sure most mothers are. So just enjoy that you're home, feed the baby lots, and it is a restless time for yourself. But sometimes babies sleep very well. Hannah is asking, should a baby be in their own room as soon as you get home from hospital or when is best? Look, it's recommended the baby should be in a bassinet by your side for six to 12 months. But, you know, everybody has their own way of doing it, but that is recommended. Carly is just asked, what are the tips for solo mums? Thoughts on co-sleepers versus bassinet and cribs. It's really what gets you through the night. I would have the baby um, close to you. The co-sleepers are good. Bassinets, there's these amazing bassinets now that have like one side down. You can just bring the baby into your bed. Now, I'm not talking about co-sleeping all night because that can be an issue. It's about feeding the baby in the bed and then putting the baby back into the bassinet. Jess is saying, is it bad to feed to sleep? I have a 12 week old and didn't realize that I should do feed play sleep. Jess, the way I work is that I feed babies to sleep up until about six months. And Jess, it's about, you know, like your gut feeling. There are so many people that say, if you feed your baby to sleep, they will never learn. And that, that's so wrong. Trust your gut and do what you would like to do with your baby. So Emma has asked, how long after feeding, should you wait to put your sleepy newborn baby down to sleep? I just wouldn't put a time on it because I'm actually very happy holding, especially newborn babies. It's relaxing for you. These beautiful cuddles go very quickly. The logical answer to that, Emma, is Five or 10 minutes, you can wait and put the baby down. But the loving message is that you don't actually have to. Carly is saying, expecting twin girls, how lovely. Any tips for the first six weeks? Yes, do the BBB and get the girls sleeping overnight. I've looked after a lot of twins, and yes, it definitely seems hard, but if you're very organized, And get the BBB routine organised at night time. It really helps. April is asking a very magic question. What age should the baby be sleeping through the night? So many factors depend on that. Also, how many babies you've had. Sometimes, when you've had two or three babies, they tend to sort of fit into the family life pretty quickly. But I don't think sleeping through the night, if we're looking at seven to seven, I would say around six to seven months. Chloe asks, she's tried the 2468 passive settling, uh, the baby's 10 months and cries do not ease, gave up after an hour of screaming. So you're right, Chloe, if the baby is crying after the 15 minutes, I would certainly pick the baby up and sit with the baby feeding, either breastfeeding or if you're bottle feeding, Give the baby in a good drink and just calm the baby down and then place the baby back into the cot. You'll get the same outcome. So, Chloe, I would give it another go whenever you feel up to it, but it will work. Even if you do pick the baby up after it is crying, you don't want the baby crying for hours and hours. There's a beginning and an end with passive settling. Chelsea is saying, when should I be establishing more routine day naps with my newborn? It's currently seven weeks. Chelsea, definitely wait till the baby's six months and just respond to your baby for feeds. Hold your little one and there's no hurry, no pressure. Just enjoy these beautiful early weeks because they're actually easy, even though you feel like it's so busy. Katie is saying, how can I get my 12-week-old to nap during the day? Sleep is great at night. You know what? That's a great question because babies cannot sleep well at night and then during the day. Your little one is only 12 weeks old, and if she's sleeping well at night, well done. With time, your little one will sleep during the day. Rachel is saying babies fall asleep when they are in the pram and it's okay not to have a routine. In the early days, absolutely. Uh, You know, if the baby goes to sleep in the pram, it's absolutely fine. If they go to sleep while you're feeding, that's fine too. When you're walking with the baby in the pram, just the actual movement of the pram and the rocking of the pram soothes them to go to sleep. I wouldn't Mm. encourage you to walk for every sleep because. I do talk to a lot of women who only can get their baby to sleep in the pram because I think you're being taught that a baby should have longer sleeps. If they're under six months, they can't do long sleeps. They can only do 30 to 40 minutes. Monica's saying, what's the best way to transition a baby out of a swaddle? So if you go to my information about passive settling I start that at six months, I remove the swaddle, I remove the dummy, remove feeding to sleep. Now, I know some people say, take one arm out at a certain period of time. Don't bother taking one arm out. If you're going to do it, do it properly. Take the swaddle off and then do the passive settling. And with that transition, you've got to ensure the baby During the daytime, is rolling consistently back to front, front to back, back to front, not just one roll and then you unwrap them. S. Anderson has asked, How do we stop our toddler getting out of a bed and wanting to hop into ours? Leave your babies in a cot as long as possible. I can remember someone telling me that they thought they had an intruder in their house and they got up and the toddler. Had the remote and was changing all the stations, um, watching the television. The longer the baby can be in a cot, the better. Even if you have another baby and you've got two cots. Grace is saying, What is the best way to handle what I think are bad dreams in a two and a half year old? Very common. They're called the sleep horrors or this, you know, they basically have a, a nightmare. Really common in a two to three year old because these babies are just, they're taking absolutely everything in. What sleep does is that we process our day and what we have seen and what we have learned. So the best way to handle it is to go in, give the little child a drink, whether it's water or milk. But what you need to do is wake the baby up out of the sleep. Because I don't know if you've ever done this It's happened to me that if you're dreaming and you don't wake up properly, it just keeps going. So I actually pick the baby up, I'd go out to the kitchen and say, Here's a nice drink, and go back to sleep. Alenia, this is a very good question you've sent me. How do you know when they are ready to transition from a cot to a bed? Okay, let me tell you number one, do not do it when you have a new baby. Do not think that, oh, uh, we're having a baby, so we'll put the two-year-old into a bed. Bad move. Wait as long as you can, even up until they're three. Toddlers are great movers. And before you know it, you'll have a toddler standing next to you at a bed just looking at you, and you wake up nearly having a heart attack because, yeah, they wander during the night. So I would say as late as possible. Dowling.j has a little toddler and the toddler is refusing to nap and also night waking. Toddlers, there's a lot of information to talk about. First of all, you've got to remember, we are the parents. They are two years of age or three years of age. They will push any boundary possible. So if you say to the baby, would you like to have a bath? They'll say no, just because they can. Would you like to have your dinner? No. Would you like chicken or fish? Fish. And then you give the baby fish. I want chicken. So the way you talk to these toddlers is like you are in charge. Tonight we're having fish. You know, that's it. Or it's bath time. We're doing it. With nap refusal, I would just absolutely, you're going to do it. In there, and I'm going to be back. Give them a book. As long as they just have some quiet time. So important for you two to have that separation and everyone just have a break and reset. This has been Birth, Baby and Beyond with midwife Kath Curtin. Listener.